Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Let's Talk Forex with Allison and Chris. I'm Molly Kamak, and I'm the CMO of fxcouts.com. Allison and Chris have no idea that I'm recording this message, so it may be a bit of a surprise to them. But I just wanted to take the opportunity to jump in here and say a huge congratulations to Allison and Chris for completing one year of this podcast. So when this episode comes out, we will be celebrating a full year of recording this podcast, 50 plus episodes, and it's been an amazing year. I am so proud of you guys, and I want to say a huge thank you for all the hard work you do for our company in general and with this podcast. I also want to say a huge thank you to all of our listeners. I love the fact that Forex trading and the will to learn about Forex trading is something that brings people together from all corners of the globe. We have listeners from the United States, from Australia, from the Netherlands, Madagascar, Cayman Islands, Mexico, Iran, Brazil, Sweden, the Ukraine, the Czech Republic, Canada, all across the globe. And uh, we couldn't be more excited uh, for the global spread that this podcast has had. So a huge thank you to all of you listeners. We really, really, really appreciate you. If you have any feedback or topics that you want us to include in the future, or maybe you're a trader yourself and you'd like to share your experience, please do get in touch. You can reach us on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, or just send us an email, podcast at fxscouts.com. Thanks, and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Alison. Hey Chris, how are you doing today? Yeah, no, I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Getting a bit chilly here, but um, yeah, I guess we deserve it now. Yeah. It does. Mid, it's coming into midwinter down there, isn't it? Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, we're very we're nice and warm up here. I'm oh, sorry to say, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Today, as, as we discussed last week, we're going to be talking about risk management. We want to do a bit of a deep dive um, because risk management is one of the most, if not the most important topics uh, when it comes to trading. You know, it helps keep uh, losses as small as possible and it helps uh, squeeze as much profit out of, uh, out of each trade if, uh, if you can get it right. And the reason many Forex traders lose money is simply not due to inexperience or a lack of knowledge of the market. It's just poor risk management. So mm-hmm. it's an absolute necessity to get it right if you're going to be a successful trader. It, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, as you say, it's probably the most important part of Forex trading is managing your risk. Um, so mm-hmm. in this podcast, we are going to give you our top 10 tips to help you manage your risk and take quite a deep dive into the, the subject. Mm-hmm. So our first piece of advice or tip is to educate yourself about forex risk and about trading in general, of course. Um, and if you're new to trading, you will obviously have to educate yourself as much as possible. Um, forex trading is a very complex um, business. And uh, no matter how much how experienced you are with the forex market, there's always something new to learn. I mean, we we learn all the time. Every week I learn something new. Um, so it's yep. exciting in that way. But um, you also ha- really have to keep your, your finger on the pulse. 
you have to keep yourself, you know, um, you have to keep reading, educating yourself on on everything forex related. Attend webinars, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, um, and of course ensure that the content that you are viewing or listening to is from a reputable source. No, it's true. There's always something to learn, and um, and it's yeah, it's a continual learning process, and yeah, and uh, as long as you as long as you keep doing that, uh, as long as you keep learning. You're always going to be better at managing your risk. So uh, our second tip here is using a stop loss. Uh, it's something we've talked about before. Look, all traders are going to lose money regularly. It's just part and parcel of forex trading. So you always want to ensure that your profits are greater than your losses at the end of your trading day or at the end of your trading session. And so the best way to protect yourself against um, your losses being greater than your profits is using a stop loss. So a stop loss is a tool that allows you to protect trades from unexpected market movements and it lets you set a predefined price which your trade will automatically close. So if you enter a position in the market hoping that the asset is going to increase in value and it actually decreases, when the asset hits that stop loss price, the trade will close automatically and this can prevent uh, you from making uh, larger losses. Exactly. But once you've set your stop loss, um, you should never increase your margin. So there's no point in obviously having this safety net in place if you aren't going to use it properly. Um, and mm-hmm. and if you find that you're always losing money even with the stop loss in place, then you probably want to analyze your stop and see how many of them are useful. Um, and it might just require you adjusting your levels to get better trading results. Um, and another stop loss that uh, we particularly like here, Chris, is um, using a trailing stop. Um, And it's a predictive stop that can help you lock in profits before the market turns. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you have an open position and have a floating profit of, say, $500, um, you can move your stop loss closer to that current price. Um, And and if if it is hit, your trade would close with some of your profits still intact or most of your profit intact. And if your trade keeps going your way, then you can continue trading the stop after the price. And uh, this process can also be automated with trailing stops. And you'll find this functionality on most trading platforms. And obviously, as you talked about before, Chris, many times, uh, Street Trader is the best uh, platform. And, and I think TradingView also has a good uh, stop loss function, uh, trailing stop functionality, where it can be set automatically from the server side rather than the, the terminal side. Uh, so it, it remains yeah. in place, even if your your platform goes offline for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stop losses are, are essential. Uh, risk management 101. And trailing stops are great. Uh, so the third tip is use a take profit uh, to secure your profits. So this is mm. a very similar tool to a stop loss, um, but it has the opposite purpose. So a stop loss is designed to automatically close trades, prevent greater losses. A take profit is designed to automatically close trades once you hit a certain profit level. So this requires having clear expectation for each trade. Um, with that, not only can you set your profit target and therefore you know your take profit uh, level, but you can also decide what appropriate level of risk uh, you want to take for that trade. So most traders aim for at least a two to one reward to risk ratio where the expected reward is twice the risk uh, that you're willing to take on the trade. So if you set your take profit at, let's say, 40 pips above your entry price, your stop loss would be set at 20 pips below the entry price. So that's half the distance. And that would give you a two to one uh, reward to risk ratio. 
Yeah, and, and some uh, some traders do a, a three to one, but I think they sort of have a little bit more experience and understand the markets a bit better. So I would say if you are a new trader, then a two to one is probably a, a safe uh, profit to loss ratio. And then our fourth point is do not risk more than you can afford to lose. And yeah, I would say this is one of the fundamental rules of risk management in Forex trading. But many traders break this rule, and uh, especially new traders. Yeah. So to put it in perspective, if, if a small sequence of losses would be enough to eradicate most of your trading capital, then it suggests that you're taking on too much risk. And the process of covering lost Forex capital is very difficult because you have to make back a greater percentage of your trading account to cover what you lost. So, for example, if you have a trading account of $5,000 and you lose $1,000, then the percentage lost is 20%. And to cover that loss, you have to gain a profit of 25% from the remaining capital because now your your capital is at 4000 and you have to make back that 1000 which is 25%. So it just increases the percentage that you have to risk in order to gain that back. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, making heavy losses in Forex um, are very difficult to claim back. Uh, it's yeah. something that people need to be aware uh, before they go into a trade. And this is why you should calculate the risk involved before you start trading. If the chance of your profit are low in comparison to the profit gained, then you need to stop. Don't make that trade. You can use Forex trading calculators. They're great, and they can really assist with risk management. Um, a common rule is not risk more than 2% of your account balance per trade. Um, this is very good and we recommend this for beginners. Additionally, you want to adjust your position size to reflect the volatility of whatever currency pair you're trading. So a more volatile currency pair will demand a smaller position compared to a less volatile pair. Sorry. At, at some point, many traders are going to suffer a bad loss or they're going to mm -hmm. burn through a substantial amount of their trading capital. And there's always a temptation after a big loss to try and get that investment back with your next trade. However, increasing that risk with your account balance, when your account balance is already low, it, this is the worst time to do it. Instead, what you want to do is consider reducing your trading size if you're in a losing streak. Or, I mean, is, you know, a great idea is always just take a break and, and keep an eye on the markets until you can identify a high probability trade. Uh, it's important to always try and remain disciplined and rational in this, both emotionally and, and in terms of your position sizes. Don't get carried away. Yeah. And um, the next uh, point um, to help keep your stress levels down is to limit your use of leverage. Mm. Um, so obviously leverage offers you the opportunity to magnify your profits from your trading mm. account, but it also magnifies your losses. So for example, if you have an account with a leverage of 1 to 30, then it means that if you have a trading balance of $1,000, you can place a trade worth up to $30,000. Mm -hmm. um, and this means that if the market obviously moves in your favor, you experience the benefits of that $30,000 trade, even though you only off, um, started with $1,000. But the opposite is also true. So if it moves down even a small percentage, you're going to lose that $1,000 outright. So your level of exposure to forex risks is much higher with higher leverage. Um, and as we always say, if you're a beginner, then a sensible approach with regards to forex risk management is to limit your exposure. And um, you can obviously do this by not using high leverage. So you should only use leverage when you have a very clear understanding of the potential losses 
and how much leverage you should use and in what, which circumstances um, and with which assets as well. Um, obviously, some assets are much higher risk assets than others. Um, you wouldn't use high leverage on cryptos, for example, because they're just so volatile yeah. that, that you can lose your money so quickly. Whereas Forex is a little bit more stable, yeah, which is why also the brokers sort of have different level, leverage um, levels for different assets. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that brings us on to number six. Um, when you go into your trading, you want to have realistic profit expectations. It's one of the reasons many beginners take unnecessary risk is because their expectations are not realistic. They think that aggressive trading is going to help them earn a return on their investment very quickly. But most profitable traders, they just make steady returns. So they set realistic goals and they maintain a conservative approach. And this is the right way to start trading because this is how you're going to continue trading. Um, but this being real realistic, that goes hand in hand with admitting when you are wrong. So when it becomes clear that you've made a bad trade, it's essential to exit that position quickly. Um, but it's natural human instinct to attempt to turn a bad situation into a good one. But this is the number one, this is, yeah, it's not a number one mistake, but it's a huge mistake with Forex trading. Um, but if you, if you are conservative and you, you're aware of your mistakes, you can prevent greed from coming into the equation. And greed will lead you into making very poor trading decisions. Um, Trading is not about winning a trade every minute or so or, you know, or, you know, a certain amount of time today. It's about opening the trades at the right time and closing uh, bad trades quickly um, if the situation requires it. Exactly. And that brings us on to our next point, which is have a Forex trading plan. So you can only do what you've just described, Chris, if you have a Forex mm -hmm. trading plan. Um, and one of the biggest mistakes new Forex traders make is that they sign into a trading platform because it's very easy to sign into a trading platform and then they make a trade based on nothing but instinct or maybe something they heard in the news. Um, and, you know, some traders get lucky. They, they make a few min winning trades right off the bat. Um, but all it is is luck or gambling. Um, and it's not real speculation. So to properly manage your Forex risk, you need to have a trading plan that outlines at least these points. So these are four main points for, for a trading plan, but trading plans can be a lot more detailed, which means you'll get a lot more out of them. But if you just follow these four points, it should help you manage your risk. So firstly, your rules for opening a trade, you should have very clear rules for opening a trade. You should have, uh, secondly, you should have very clear rules for closing a trade. Thirdly, you should have a minimum reward to risk ratio, as you were talking about earlier, Chris. Um, as we said, uh, most traders, and especially beginners, start with a two to one ratio. Some go to three to one, but but for the most part, two to one is a, is a safe ratio. And fourth, um, the percentage of your account you are willing to risk per trade. And as we said earlier, you know, two percent. It's probably a safe level per trade, and I know a lot of um, a lot of different traders talk about five percent of your capital per day. So not yeah. more than five percent of your capital per day, and not more than two percent per trade. Um, and once you've devised your forex trading plan, then you really need to stick to it in all situations. So a plan will help you keep your emotions under control. 
and it'll prevent you from overtrading. Um, and it obviously, if your entry and exit strategies are are very well defined, um, you'll know when to cut your uh, take your gains and cut your losses without becoming very fearful or too greedy. And it'll bring discipline to your trading. And this is an essential quality for good risk management. If you talk to any trader that's been in it for the long haul, they know how to keep disciplined, not to overtrade, and you know just to keep their emotions in check. Yeah. And then you've got to remember, like, the success or failure of any trading plan is going to be determined by its performance over a long-term period. So don't put too much importance on the success or failure of a single trade. Yeah. And and whatever you do, look, don't, don't once you get your trading plan, you've got these rules in place, don't break the rules. Don't try and look, don't try and make a trade that you're examining, try and bend it, your rules, or break them in order to fit that trade into your trading plan. These should be, um, you know, set in stone. These trading plans. Just on that point, what you can do is is refine your trading plan, but not mm-hmm. break the rules if you find that they do work. Yeah, go away at the end of your trading day. Sit down, refine your trading plan, come back with it. Don't do it on the fly. Don't do it in the moment. Um, yeah, and uh, number eight on our list of tips is prepare for the worst. Right, the forex market by its very nature is unpredictable. But there's a lot of evidence from looking at historical data of how markets react in certain situations. And look, what's happened before might not repeat it, but it does show what is possible. Mm -hmm. So look at the history of whatever currency pair you're trading and think about what action you you would need to take to protect yourself if the worst case scenario were to happen again. And don't underestimate the chances of these of these unexpected price movements from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen how crazy price price movements have been over the last uh, just over the last few years. You know, and you need to have a plan for this scenario because yeah. it, they do happen. And frankly, if you're going to be a successful trader and you're going to be have a long trading career, they're going to happen again. Yeah. You know, at some point. And so you need to have that plan in place. Exactly. Um, and you need to control your emotions. So it's something we, we've uh, been on about many in many episodes. And if you can't control your emotions, you won't be able to reach a position where you can achieve the profits that you want from trading. Um, emotional traders basically struggle to stick to trading rules and strategies. Um, and overly stubborn traders, uh, for example, may not exit trades quickly enough because they expect the market to turn in their favor. But when a trader makes a mistake, they need to leave the market, taking the smallest loss possible. So traders who are emotional following a loss, they often make try to make large trades to try recoup their losses, but then they increase their risk and often lose a lot more than they, they anticipated. And, and the opposite can also happen. So if a trader has a winning streak, they might get overconfident and stop following proper risk management rules. Um, and the same will happen, you know, in, it could turn yeah. against them and, and they lose a lot more than they expected. So ultimately, you don't want to become stressed in the trading process. Um, and the best, best Forex risk management strategies rely on traders avoiding stress and uh, sticking to a trading plan. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're saying about the trading plan. Once you've got all that set down in stone, then it takes the psychology and emotion out of it. Um, yeah. And it will remove the stress from the process. And finally, our 10th tip for risk management is diversify your portfolio. So this is a classic tried and tested risk management rule for all kinds of investment. So you don't put all your eggs in one basket. And forex trading is no exception. Have a diverse range of uh, assets that you're trading. 
And by doing this, you protect yourself in case one market drops. And the, that drop will hopefully be compensated by other markets that are perhaps experiencing a stronger performance. This is especially true with um, asset classes that are negatively correlated. Uh, so you can manage your Forex risk by ensuring that Forex is just a portion of your portfolio, but not all of it. So look at commodities, look at share CFDs. There's other asset classes out there that are not correlated with your Forex pair, or if they aren't, make sure that the correlation is negative. So if, so if your Forex pair is uh, going to crash, uh, then have a look at other asset classes that will rise when that happens. And this requires a little bit of investigation, but there's a lot of, uh, if most good trading platforms will have a correlation matrix out there, and they'll show you the different, the correlation between asset classes, but also educate yourself um, and diversify your portfolio. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's sort of about it for for this episode. If you have any questions, um, please don't hesitate to contact us at podcast at fxscouts.com. Um, you know, we're always very happy to answer any trading-related questions. And next week, we are going to be talking about price action trading, which I think is quite an exciting topic. It is a big topic. Yeah, It'll be, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, Alison. Well, we'll speak to you then and have a good rest of your week. Yeah, thanks, Chris. You too. Bye. Cheers.